0: Hello, beautiful. Welcome to episode 103, Busting Through Single Woman Holiday Blues. Last year, we did slaying being single during the holidays, and this year we're talking about the single woman holiday blues and how to break free, break through this old paradigm bullshit story that there's something wrong with you if you're single during the holidays or any other time of the year. Um, As you know, at this point, Catherine and I are going to take really good care of your hearts and have you feeling excited Mm -hmm. and inspired about being a sovereign single woman during the holidays rather than thinking that there's something wrong with you. So I actually first want to talk about (laughs) when I did an Instagram Reel. Uh, It's my favorite one I did about uh, the question of how are you still single? And it's this simple. It's just me wearing two different costumes. And then in the first clip, it's me going, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. You're so amazing. How are you still single? And then it, it scans to me being another woman. And I look back and I'm like, how are you still married? And I was thinking about that reel and just thinking about how I feel like that's the absolute best sarcastic. Obviously it's not a true relating. You can relate and we can talk about how to honestly and from a heartfelt place, communicate this. But I feel like that would be a good humorous response at Christmas. If someone asks you, are you still single? How are you still single? If they ask you that question, turn around and give them, how are you still married? Or how are you still in a relationship? Just because mm. I feel like it's a it's a really great circuit breaker to be like, That's a ridiculous question. It really is. Yeah, it
1: really is. And I'm thinking about all the things that fuel holiday blues. Like, let's remember for a second that, and we did an episode on engagement rings. If you haven't already listened to that episode, let's please remember that a diamond ring was a made up marketing concept. That is not a tradition that's been around since the beginning of time that symbolizes love. It doesn't. Mm -mm. It's a really special thing when it's done well. I love my freaking ring, but the blues, holiday blues are fueled by unrealistic expectations. An insane amount of pressure that people put on themselves and a culture that prioritizes relationship over everything. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about the problem in that, because I, I loved that reel. And I actually had a conversation with a client about this the other day um, who we we were talking about how, if you put relationship on a pedestal, that's what fuels women not having sovereignty and not being able to leave and not loving themselves and not functioning well. And no matter where you are right now, and I'm sure, you know, shitty relationships all around you. Right. And so what are you doing comparing yourself to that? Yeah. Like, please remember Being single is a wonderful thing. Being in a shitty relationship is not what you want. And that's not what to compare to. And you shouldn't be comparing yourself to anyone ever anyway. But I think we have to start with all the things that fuel the holiday blues. And where I was actually going with this, with the marketing of a diamond ring, is that the holidays are marketed, right? Like there's, it's probably millions of dollars to make you think that you're the only one not sitting around the table with their family on the holidays. Like not everyone is doing that, my friend. Like not everyone's going on vacation or spending millions of dollars on gifts. And it's a really powerful time to remember what's important, which of course is what this is about. Like what's important is you having yourself and not feeding the fantasy and not using this time to feel like shit. You actually have a choice and you don't have to feel like shit about yes. being single. You don't. Yeah.
0: yeah, And it's, it, I mean, it's a glorified fantasy time of the year. Like we talk so much about how Instagram is just like yes. all fantasy. And then we compare our lives to this fantasy based, like one dimensional one, even if it's real things that people are posting, it's like still a snapshot. Like I post all Mm. these amazing things that are going on. And then I had a really emotional weekend, as you know, we talked last night and yet that's not, of course, I'm not like posting like, I'm having an emotional weekend. I'll post my learnings from it. But it's like when you're looking at Instagram, even if someone's real on their Instagram, it's still just a sliver of it. So you don't see the whole picture. You don't see the relationship. You don't see the families. So, you know, how many people on social media are posting about their, their amazing family at Christmas, but they actually hate their family or they actually feel like they don't belong or they feel horrible when they're there or they feel like there's so many more layers to what's happening, which is why comparison is absolutely ridiculous. Not to mention When we're operating from soul or what I call your heroine rather than saboteur or inner child or protective mechanisms, like our saboteur is our conditioned self. So, who I think I'm supposed to be versus your soul, your soul's Mm. unique. Whatever your path is, is exactly where you're meant to be. And, you know, I hope that from you listening to this podcast, you know, and if you are new to us, go back and listen to all the other episodes. And if you've been with us for a long time, I hope that you are anchoring more and more and more into that sovereignty. Some people don't know what that word is. To me, it's just you being, and I just think of sovereignty as like a, your queen dome. It's like designing your life so that you are fulfilled within yourself, whether or not you're in relationship or not, Mm -hmm. that you're, you're who you see yourself to be is no longer identified by a label that you are in a relationship or you are single. Like why we, as humans, it's, it's only the ego that needs to put people in boxes, needs to even give us labels to begin with so that we can somehow understand, okay, you are, a lesbian. You are a single woman. You are a divorced woman. It's like the, the mind is trying to make sense and put people in boxes, but then we're in boxes. Like if we were to let go of the labels and stop identifying so strongly with the label and it's like, how are you still single? It's like, well, actually, I no longer identify as a single woman. I'm a sovereign soul, or I'm just a woman. And right now I'm not in a relationship. And, you know, last year I was in a relationship and both were great, you know, or both were shitty. It's like, wherever you go, there you are. It's your relationship with yourself. That's at the root of all of it. And we've said that so many times, but that is the relationship that freaking matters. And how you feel about yourself and how you treat yourself and how you create your life is what matters. So use the time, especially if you have time off over the holidays. Use the time to do things that actually feel nourishing to you. Don't go filling your calendar with obligations and saying yes to every party because you feel like you have to, or even saying yes to family dinners because you feel like you don't have another option. If something you're mm. doing feels horrible, don't do it. If, you know, if you're drinking more than normal, don't do it. I, I remember one Christmas season where I did a cleanse for December intentionally so that I was having no sugar no alcohol, no gluten, Mm. no dairy. Like normally during the holiday season, I would always feel like crap because I would eat all these foods that felt horrible in my body. So like, what if you actually, if you know, you're someone who's susceptible to the story, it's just a story. It's not your truth. It's a story of the collective. It's a conditioned story of what we're supposed to have or who we're supposed to be. Every Christmas movie is some fucking love story about someone getting engaged. Like it's our programming around what we're supposed to have and be. So if you know mm-hmm. you're susceptible and you know, you have that story, use this time to rewrite the story, use this time to create a totally different experience and go only do things like don't buy presents because you're obligated to. If you want to get someone a present, go donate to some charity you think that would matter to them or do something that would mm-hmm. actually fill you up, take them on an experience create it, create a, do like a craft project for them. Like do something that would light you up in the process of doing it rather than running around, buying gifts for everyone, mm. feeling resentful, you know, like notice what's building more resentment within you and stop participating in those things. And start saying yes to things that light you up. And now you walk into Christmas dinner with your family and you're filled up. It's just like we talk about on every dating episode, show up in the date, already filled up, already turned on, already happy from the inside out, connected to yourself, rooted in yourself, mm. feel your feelings. If they're there, don't negate your feelings, but don't feed the story of being this woe is me. I'm the single person and walk into the room as this confident heroine at Christmas dinner that every woman is like wow she must be in love she looks so happy and you're like yeah i am in love with myself myself
1: <laughs> i'm yeah. i'm thinking as you're talking that for me sovereignty is actually about yeah. self advocacy mm. right and and when we're in that victim princess place and when we're in like life should be giving me something like, where's my boyfriend, even though I haven't actually done any work on myself all year or done anything different around my love life all Mm -hmm. year. And I'm in the same place, right? That's very different than, wow, I'm not going to use this time as a reason to feel bad about myself. So you, you kind of backpedal, you do, okay, how do I want to feel this Mm -hmm. holiday season? And then what do I need in order to feel that? Because you don't get like, I don't, I don't wake up like this, right? You've heard me say that a (laughs) hundred times. Like you don't just get to say, oh, I want to (laughs) feel as if feelings are like light switches. They're not. If you want to feel good, the first thing to bust through the holiday blues is maybe you need a break from social media. Maybe it'd be good for you to not be on Instagram and Facebook right now when yes, everyone's going to be posting baby announcements, engagements, Mm -hmm. and pictures with their partner. It's fine to not look at that shit. Like take care of yourself. Maybe what you need then is to pause and look at your calendar and say, wow. Okay. If what I want to feel is filled up, connected to myself and so happy, I probably can't go to five holiday parties in a row or (laughs) go out to dinner seven nights a week. And, and I'm saying this because we have this idea. And, and again, that fueling the holiday blues is supposed tos and shoulds, as you keep saying too. And sovereignty is about choice. Like, what do I want to do differently? And I hope, I mean, I get fired up all the time, just mostly around, we've been conditioned to think a certain way. So how there is nothing that will bring you faster to your power than saying to yourself, wait a minute, I've been conditioned to feel like shit being single. I actually don't have to, Oh, I've been conditioned to think that having a relationship is the way to go. And I'm going to keep coming back to, there are people in thousands, hundreds of thousands of shitty relationships there are women who maybe have a big fucking engagement ring on their finger who are crying themselves to sleep on Christmas Eve because they're, in, they're miserable in a relationship and they can't leave, right? That's the culture we live in, and that's a problem. And what fuels that is you hating being single. So you have to take on that when you love being single, Every woman who who sees you when you walk in a room, that's actually how we change the world. And that's what I care about. I obviously care about people having healthy relationships and taking a stand that this is what's possible. I hope my relationship is that for everyone. But if you aren't in a relationship, when you walk in a room happy... That's how you change the story for everyone else, not just for yourself. What about the nieces and nephews or the little girls that are around you and watching, right? If you walk in, just think about this for a second. You walk into your family Christmas and all your little nieces, all your, all the girls, right. Are watching you. And this is you. Oh, I'm sad being single. I don't have a boyfriend to bring to the Christmas dinner tonight. Guess what you're setting them up for. Right. And so it's all over and over again. What do I need? And 95% of the time, What I'm doing in my work with women is helping them get to that place because we either have the princess or the person who thinks that to do everything on their own. So then I have the client who's filled up their schedule with everything, but there's no, and then they're wondering why no one's doing anything for them (laughs) because they're not actually asking for help or letting anyone know, Hey, you know, I could really use a girl's night, or I could really use some alone time with, you know, another single friend. That's what the podcast is for. You know, like come on to the Facebook group, and if you're struggling, say that you're struggling, and then you have a whole group of women that are here to remind you who you are and build you back up. And the other thing on busting through the holiday blues, I just keep coming back to you, self-acceptance is the answer. And I I'm thinking about all the holidays, and I probably shared this about last year. I mean, the when Jamie and I broke up, it was Thanksgiving. And that Christmas I found out he was dating someone else. I mean, I spent that Christmas in my room crying all day long and I didn't need to be positively thinking that day. Like that's where I was and that's what I needed. And there's a level of like when you are in self-acceptance, there's a difference between hating yourself and bringing yourself down and, and judging yourself. And why am I single Versus, wow, I'm really bummed out about this and I'm feeling really tender around it. What do I need? Because what I needed was to grieve my relationship that Christmas. And I met Andrew six months later. So when you actually feel your feelings when you actually deal with what's going on for you for a, from a compassionate place, life can change in an instant. Like in the next day, the day after Christmas could be the most magical day of your life. Right. Or, or on New Year's, you're walking down the street and you make a new friend like I'm We had just the, how to meet men in real life and all of the episodes about connecting with other people. You and I met at a party, right? Like if you're Mm -hmm. in this obsession of, I don't like feel, I can feel it in my body. Even when I say it, like if I'm pissed about what I don't have, I immediately feel my heart close and collapse And gratitude's not just this like cute thing that we throw around. Like when you actually land in deep appreciation for the love you do have in your life and all that is going on for you and you have the hope, I mean, hope is vulnerable. It's vulnerable to want something. It's vulnerable to long for something. It's vulnerable to actually do something about it. It's not vulnerable to complain about it. It's Mm -hmm. vulnerable to say, wow, maybe I'm going to work with a relationship coach next year. Maybe I'm going to actually do something about my dating and love life, but self-acceptance, you know, that that's the answer always. Cause we're always going to be longing for the next thing, right? You're not chasing a moment. A partner isn't some arrival point. And that's of course mm. the problem with the old paradigm. We think, oh, I'll be happy when I have a partner, your happiness will always be your responsibility, whether you're nice. in a relationship or not for five minutes, five years, 500 years you are responsible for your happiness period.
0: Yes. Mic drop. You said so many (laughs) things. (laughs) That was a lot. And we're complete. no, just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. It was all, everything you just said. And I'll come back to self-acceptance. It's, it's, I mean, whatever, This is something I see over and over again with clients, but also with myself. It's like wherever I'm not accepting myself is where people challenge it. So Mm. people don't challenge us. Like the reason if you're having a lot of people question you on being single and wonder like oh have you met anyone are you dating what's happening and that's ask so that great. uncomfortable question is because there's a part of you that's questioning it and that 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 has is holding on to some faulty story that you're not good enough or there must be something wrong with you or maybe like whether we're in relationship or not doesn't fucking matter like relationships are amazing and really hard being sovereignly single on your own being a, an a independent woman on her own not in a relationship is amazing and really hard. Like challenges come with both sides and our society and all the movies and everything. I mean, if you're into watching holiday movies, it's going to put, if you already have this painful story that you're carrying around in your backpack, it's gonna put salt on the wound over and over and over again because all the holiday movies point towards that's the thing that makes Christmas romantic is love. But think about all the love that you have in your life. So coming back to appreciation, like how much love do you already have in your life? And if you don't have any, maybe it's time to revamp your friend group and your like who you surround yourself with. Cause I think right now I'm a single woman over the holidays. It doesn't really feel like the holidays in Costa Rica. Although I went for dinner last night, next to a sat next to a Christmas tree. <laughs> um, and it was amazing with my girlfriend, but like, I have so much love in my life. Like I don't ever, I don't even, identify. It's funny. We're talking about the word single. Cause I don't even identify with that word. Like, it's just like, Oh no, I'm just like, I'm just Uh, I'm just on my own. I'm not in a relationship period, but I'm in many loving relationships with many, many, many people. So maybe that's why I don't feel this big gaping hole also, because I look through a very different lens at the world. We get to create our own realities and whatever stories you're telling yourself, that's what's hurting you over and over and over again. That's what's breaking your heart over and over and over again. It's not the fact that you're single. It's not the fact that you've been dating and you really want a partnership, but you can't have it. It's the fact that you're telling yourself that that means something about you. It's the fact that you are believing it. And it's the fact that you are, I mean, this is your life and you're maybe not taking responsibility for it. And also remembering that you have control over how you treat yourself. You don't have control over whether or not you have a relationship you can try and control that. I've seen clients. I had one client do like a thousand. She went over a thousand dates trying to find a partner. So So, like she really wanted to be in a relationship and she realized like she loves this. She's a huge fan of this message in the New Truth podcast, but she just didn't know what she didn't know. And she was just actively shopping for a partner because why? Because everyone around her was in partnership and she was in her late thirties and -hmm. she wanted to have a family. And there was this crazy pressure. Pressure that she was feeling. But of course, she was only feeling the pressure because she was putting it on herself. And when we don't honor our path and where we're at and learn to, to surrender to the universe and surrender to the the divine orchestration of we don't have control doesn't mean you can't have deep desires. You can absolutely desire a beautiful, loving, expansive relationship where you meet new parts of yourself and you get to experience deeper connection and deeper intimacy, and you get to feel held and safe and supported, you can desire that focus on the relationship and how you want to feel, and then hold it with your hand open and create those feelings and take responsibility for feeling, living a life that that honors those feelings within yourself, rather than waiting for that guy to come along and activate those feelings in you. He's going to come along, you're going to be a magnet when you're already in that place, but when you're not looking for it, like I've just seen this with so many friends and clients and like, we're not in charge. And when you think you're in charge, it's all the women who are trying to have a baby and they're trying so hard. And this is, I mean, I absolutely have so much compassion for every single woman who desperately wants a relationship or wants a baby. I get that there's a part of you that is like, feels ready, But it's in the surrendering is when it always happens. Like how many women try, 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 and then they stop trying, and then they get pregnant. That's what happens when we stop trying. Life, like the energetics of what we're meant to experience, will flow through. And sometimes it doesn't look how we think it's going to look. But in my experience with myself and clients and friends, it's always better. Like. Oh, I thought that I wanted to have that life. I thought I was supposed to have that experience, but what I got is 10, mm-hmm. you know, thousand times better. I think of Amanda Renee, who thought she was supposed to be in a relationship with a man and she married him and he was great. And then she fell in love with a woman and ended up having, like, I just love following her. I know her Instagram's just a snapshot, but I love her stories on Instagram. We had her on the podcast. If you don't know who I'm talking about, Thank uh. you. Oh, um, but I love following her stories and her love story. She fell in love with a woman and they just have the most beautiful, edifying, loving relationship. And I'm so inspired. They're one of my expander couples. You and Andrew are too. And it's so sweet to see like, wow, her story didn't turn out how she thought it was going to, but it's 10 million times better. Mm -hmm. And that's what life has in store for all of us when we surrender to what is in front of us. And it doesn't mean you passively hide in your basement and surrender to, okay, I'm going to be single forever. Like check in with where the energy is coming from within you. Right. Cause you could be like, fine, I'll be single forever. And like, no, that's heart closed too. Like it's about heart open. Okay. I'm a woman who's doing life on my own right now, but I'm not really on my own because I'm surrounded by beautiful, amazing humans and places and experiences. And I have a beautiful life that I've cultivated. And when the time is right, a partner will show up for me and I'll get to deepen in love within myself, with another person. Thank you, universe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And the way to, you know, there's the poking
1: fun about the question, why are you still single? But I'm hoping that people don't have a bunch of shitty family members that are doing that. Like at the end of the day, (laughs) the I mean, we got a lot of work to do in our podcast. we've got big dreams and visions for the podcast with the whole world to shift this paradigm. But the other thing you could say when you're when a family member says that, it's like, you know, I actually would so appreciate if you held the vision for me. I've been working really hard on myself. I have a lot of love in my heart and I know like I loved you how you even just phrase it. like I it will happen at the right time. and instead of asking me that question, perhaps you can just hold, that vision for me. Cause I trust you really care about me, which is why you're asking that in mm-hmm. the first place, because of course you're allowed to want it. Yes. But the blue, like, I just keep thinking I'm, I, as we keep talking, I am really present to how many women outsource their happiness yeah. and that that's really what's fueling this because I mean, I'm seven years in and I could never have talked about this. I mean, I I've said it a million times before, none of my relationships lasted longer than a year. And so there's there's this like sweet, naive, like who I thought I was in my 20s, how mature I fucking thought I was. I was not at all um, in relationship. But the you just can't even imagine your life like we like you just said it. We try to control everything and you can't even imagine what will happen. And when you're chasing a moment, there isn't a moment. I didn't have a moment where I was like, Andrew's the one I've met the Mm -hmm. one we had an evolving Dating partnership, and then we had the conversations of being exclusive, and then we had the conversations about getting married, like it wasn't one moment, and most of the time, what's fueling being single is one, you think you're going to be happier when you have a partner, and guess what? There's a lot of more problems in your life when you have another person to deal Mm -hmm. with, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Um, like more more challenging, way more (laughs) things to think about. Um, and two. This chasing a moment and how many times have you and I said the present moment is all that we have and your willingness to be all in with the moment? Because guess what? I felt like shit that Christmas day crying about my breakup. And then I'm, I'm pretty sure I had a good day the next day. Right. Like you had an emotional weekend, but you're you're moving through it. You did move through it like that's that's what emotional maturity actually is is, is you don't collapse into the feelings and then get stuck there. This is what the deeper healing work that Kate and I offer is about is so you no longer get stuck. You no longer collapse. You no longer land in the despair. It's, Oh, I'm having a hard day. What do I need? Oh, I'm Mm -hmm. triggered right now. What do I need? Oh, I'm feeling bummed out about being single right now. What do I need? And really I deeply, 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 respect the single women who keep fucking showing up for love. Guess Mm. what? When you don't let someone who ghosts you be the reason you stop dating, when you don't stop dating because somebody doesn't want to be with you, when you don't stop dating because you've gone on a bad date, you keep showing up for love. That's the sign to the universe that you are serious about your longing. And and what do we have now? We have relationships where the first sign of something being hard, it's peace out, I'm out, and I'm going to go find someone else. And so mm-hmm. I really like the, this is an opportunity busting through the holiday blues is about cultivating resiliency and all the research at this point shows that that's the quality we all need as human beings because life is up and down and spin me around and all kinds of crazy things happen. And right that Christmas, I'm feeling like shit the next Christmas I'm living with Andrew, you know, and two Christmas, well, actually the past three fucking Christmases, my husband has been sick. Now I'm going to cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I didn't think about this. Yeah the past three Christmases my husband has been sick and now this Christmas I am freaking pregnant and he is so healthy and so vibrant and we're so happy oh my god I did not think about that until right now you also haven't really announced that you're pregnant so oh now you know um (laughs) and oh my god Right, everything changes, yeah. Everything changes. The only time it doesn't is if you get unwilling to be involved and engaged in your life, yeah. Right, like if you are someone who is in this place at Christmas, being like, Here I am, single again, I really challenge you. Kate and I are amazing coaches, Mm -hmm. people change who work with us. Yes, if you're in the same place, nothing will change in your life. If you're not doing anything different and you don't do things different by online dating and going on a thousand dates. I feel so sad to hear that about that woman going on a thousand dates. That sounds exhausting.
0: I mean, she's in a very different place now. Of course, (laughs) now, of course now,
1: but that like, you have to really, this is an opportunity this year to get radically honest with whatever dream you have for your life. Like, what do you want to do about it? And if you spent like probably one tenth of your energy toward whatever dreams and goals you have that you spend feeling like shit about being single, I mean, women, all single women could change the world. Probably (laughs) like Mm -hmm. if we redirected any of the energy that you use to feel like crap toward your, your dreams, your goals, your self-love toward actually being of service to the planet in some way. And then of course- when you're all lit up and happy, you're gonna meet the friends that are aligned with you, let alone the partner who's aligned with you. And you probably wouldn't yes. want to go on a date with a guy who's sitting across the table says, I just spent the holidays feeling like shit being single and I just want a girlfriend. You're probably not gonna wanna go out with that So like you know, every day it's you know, who do I want to be?
0: Yes, I love you so much. I think that oh was my, my favorite. I think that was my favorite podcast moment we've ever had. Oh my God. Um, that was so beautiful. So, Catherine's mm. pregnant. If you didn't <laughs> get the spo- spoiler alert. And, um, I love that so much. And don't worry, we're still doing the podcast. (laughs) Hold on on to your seat. I was, no, I wasn't worried. I was going to say I was worried, but, um, the, the new truth will always prevail. Um, I'm so fucking happy for you. And I love what I think that's, that is what makes this podcast and us so great at what we do is that we're, I mean, we've both been doing this for a very long time. There's a lot of five minute coaches out there, but we, we are always on the path with you. We're, we're not, we're not at some top of some mountain being like enlightened and our lives are perfect. We are on the path with you. Everything Catherine and I stand for, we practice in our lives. I had a meltdown all day yesterday. I, I called on my trusted advisor, you and, and Andy, and I, and I worked through it and I felt, and I grieved all night last night and I woke up and I put cucumbers on my eyes because they were super puffy. And I, and I feel amazing now because I felt my feelings, but I didn't stay attached to the story. And so that is the fricking key. And I love that you brought attention to this life Changes when you're not doing the same thing over and over and over again. But the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over and over again and expect a different result. So if you are buying into the story that you are a victim of being single and that it means there's something wrong with you and you are holding on to that, first, it's not your fault. Everything in our culture, everything in the world feeds that. But that story for women, but it's an old story, and you're here for a reason, and you're on this journey with us, and you get to rewrite your freaking stories and you get to choose something different. So, it is so important when you have emotional. Ruptures that you go into them and you feel them, and you have a support system around you to do that. Like I don't do it alone. Catherine doesn't do it alone. We, hide, we have professionals in our corner. We have our closest friends who are also professionals in our corner. We have—we're surrounded by a support system that helps us keep deepening into our relationship with ourselves. It's not your fault that light, that that it's hard to navigate these things, and. No one's ever done it alone. You can't just listen to podcasts and read, read books and expect to heal all your wounds from childhood and heal all your wounds from past relationships and all the wounds from the fucked up world we live in that in, you know, is very beautiful and very crazy and in, in the same breath. And, you know, there's that's to me, I believe that's the human experience. And that's why we're here, especially the souls who are listening to this podcast, your soul is here for a greater experience. You are not here to live a mundane life where you clock in and clock out and check off all the boxes and do everything perfectly to what? Get to the end and be exhausted and miserable and completely un, un-, un- um, what's the word? Inspired. Uh, well, I was going to say, un <laughs> uh, like have zero relationship to your soul, like ha- be a stranger um, to your soul is what I was trying to say. Like, wh- like get to empty. the end, you're on your deathbed and you're a stranger to your own soul, but you you followed someone else's script you my love are listening to this podcast because that's not what your soul is here for your soul is here for something way fucking deeper way more expansive way more magical and life is magical Magical. like i just got goosebumps like i can't even believe the things my clients are experiencing now after the immersion like the i'm like what the okay i gotta turn up the volume like watching them and feeling inspired by Mm. all the magic that's happening in their lives like there's so much available to Us and witnessing you and Andrew and all the magic, witnessing like magic is available to us when we're no longer fighting with reality, when we're no longer believing all the stupid stories of who we thought we were, and we're actually getting to know our own souls instead of getting to know the perfect guy you're getting freaking, like I've said this before becoming obsessed with yourself and your own soul and obsessed with what lights you up and getting to know your own feelings and getting to know I have one client who had who when we first met she couldn't even feel her feelings and she couldn't like happiness sadness she was like Mm -hmm. a robot based on childhood trauma and following the immersion and working with me she's worked so much with somatic experiencing practitioners and she just keeps committing keeps committing she came to the immersion years ago and there was a point where she called me and she was like, Kate, oh my gosh, I felt happy today. And then she sent me a message the next day. I felt angry today. And she was so happy just mm, to be family. feeling like, may you celebrate your feelings. I love my feelings. Last night I was having the biggest meltdown crying to you. Like, Oh my gosh, I don't know where my home is. Like, just like having all of this grief come up because I'm leaving Vancouver behind and I'm leaving my life as I know it behind. And I'm building a new one with that is so much excitement and joy. And I'm imagining you'll experience this as you step into parenthood and motherhood, so much expansion and joy and simultaneously grieving for my past Mm. life, grieving for what was grieving for all of the Endings that come with no longer having like being super close to my family. I talk to them on Zoom every week, but like it's not the same. And there's so much grief that has to be processed and felt. Mm-hmm. So learn how to live a life. Like I feel like this title, Busting Through Single Woman Holiday Blues, it's really just busting through being a fucking victim of your life and believing all those stories. And learning how to just dance with your soul and dance with life because there's so much magic for you to experience, but you're not going to experience when you're it, when you're a victim Mm -hmm. of your story and you keep doing the same thing over and over again. You're just never, you're just going to keep getting the same result. You're never going to, there's nowhere to get to if you keep doing that.
1: And I love, love, love the reminders about the power of grief, because yes. maybe you are like, maybe your life doesn't look like what you thought it would right now. And you can grieve that yeah. like that, that is, yes. please do grieve that because the other pop, the problem will be, if you don't is you'll put all the pressure that it should be different. And then you're going to be really judgmental and your heart is going to be closed. Then you're going to mm-hmm. put pressure on all the guys that you go out on a date with because it quote unquote should have happened by now. Right. And I will say um, thank you all for listening to me about my breakthrough Mm -hmm. right now about the past three Christmases. I 100 percent attribute the freedom that I feel right now as being as the grief of whatever the beginning of my marriage I thought was going to be that Mm -hmm. grieving. That is what gave way for me to create where I'm now. And 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 the on un- usually if your heart is closed and you're all shitty and judgmental, I promise you there's grief that you are, mm-hmm. you haven't felt whether it's a, di- you know, the divorce you haven't actually let go of, or an ex you haven't let go of, or just haven't done the work to prepare your heart for partnership. We aren't in control of whether it arrives, but guess what? you have a lot of defenses around love and you're probably pushing love away. And that's what the deep one-on-one coaching work is about. Like getting to know your soul and getting to know all the shit you do that impacts how you show up in your life. Cause we do only have control over ourselves, but I really appreciate that you just brought that up because that's the other side of the holiday blues. Grief is different than despair. Despair is when you're turned against yourself and you're in the woe is me. This is horrible. My life is over. I'm never going to find love. That's despair.
0: Mm-hmm. Grief
1: is wow, my life doesn't look like what I thought it would, or I wish things were different right now. Okay, so grieve mm-hmm. and then wake up the next day with and what do I want to do today about that? And, and what's the next magical thing in my life? Because the grieving, the and very few people, I mean, I found the most phenomenal couples therapist on the fucking planet, I believe, um, and who's now my mentor. Um, But doing that work with her is what changed my life and and created what I have with Andrew now this year. We just had the best year of our lives.
0: Yeah. And you do so many things. You invest in health coaches. You invest in trauma therapy and trauma trauma healing work. You invest in energetic healing work. Like you're so committed to your growth. Like you, and I just think, um, I mean, first, I want to say the quote, the Rumi quote, my favorite quote of all. It said that when women were sign up to work with me, this is at the bottom. Your task is not to seek and find love. Your task is to seek and find, to seek and remove all the barriers within yourself you have built against love. And that's what this podcast is. And mm-hmm. that's what our work is, is we're helping you identify all of these stories and limitations and barriers that are not yours, that you no longer need to carry so that you can open your heart, not just to being in relationship, but open right. your heart to love and yeah, to life. Life because love is available in every moment i have love with strangers in greece who don't even speak english i mean i think the reason i feel so aligned in greece is because people's freaking hearts are open and they're in their hearts so i feel love every per- with every person i connect with i feel love from the man at the grocery store cuz he's connecting on a heart level i can feel his heart and soul through his eyes whereas in north america it's mostly people's protective mechanisms that we're meeting yeah and people are distracted and disconnected so remove the barriers around your heart. That's how you attract a love and life that you can celebrate and be proud of. And I was just going to say, when I almost interrupted you earlier, I was just going to say like, when I, when you and I first are birthing the podcast, birthing interesting. Um, when we first started the the initiation of the podcast is when you were going through this initiation with Andrew and you were on your knees willing to let go of the relationship, if that's what it took, like you were at a place where you were surrendering to life, surrendering everything that you thought you were supposed to have and And I feel so fucking honored and how cool is it that that's when your relationship went through that time was when we were birthing this podcast, like the, when we were starting the creation process, like, I feel like from the inception is when you were just, it was close to the beginning of that journey with Andrew. And then, and then here you are, you know, and we're almost at our two year mark of the podcast, which is coming up in January. And you have a completely different life. And Catherine Danielli does not sit on the fucking sidelines and complain about anything. And when I met you, you were going through it. Life was hard. And you showed up and you invested in yourself with so many different people. And you showed up for sessions and you reached out to me and you did everything and you continue to do everything. That is what's different about Mm -hmm. Catherine and I. We are walking the fucking walk. And I know that that's one of what my clients always say is they're one of their favorite things about working with me is they know that I'm on the path too that I'm not just preaching some message and I'm not walking it. That's why it feels different to listen to us talk and than you know maybe some other podcasts that are out there. So I am so in awe of mm. you and I'm celebrating you in this next phase of your life and I can't wait to be the fairy godmother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, um, yes. <laughs> and mm. I just love you so much and I love this I love this community and I love this message and I love that we get to be advocates for women doing fucking everything from a different place because we have so much more power than we think and that's sovereignty it's like taking control of our own lives by showing up differently within our with and for ourselves period
1: amen thank you so much for that I really appreciate it and I really, I will receive that fully because that is one of the things I'm the most proud of about myself. And, and you said it about your clients and that's what I want to shout out to all of my clients. And I said it about all the single women who keep showing up. You know, there, if you want a commitment, I mean, this is the historical yes. thing. Everyone yeah. wants a committed relationship, but you're not committed to anything. <laughs> like yeah. the energy of commitment sh- starts with your commitment. Are you yes. committed to feeling like crap? Are you committed to feeling good? Are you committed to believing in the best of life? Are you committed to believing that life is out to get you? Are you committed to thinking that there's some magical arrival point of perfectly healed? Or just committed to deepening and growing and expanding? Because that's my value system. And that's why my whole life looks the way that it does. And why investing in my in the in people to care for me? is what deepens my self-worth, what deepens my love for myself. And every single, you know, I I teach, you can't actually grow your self-worth. I don't understand that concept. You have worth, period. You can't grow it, but you either act in alignment with it, which strengthens your connection to your inherent Mm. self-worth, or you act against it. And if you're in despair, if you're sleeping with your ex, if you're sleeping with someone who's committed to someone else, Mm. if you're drinking every night, if you're not taking care of yourself, it's going to be really hard to connect with your self-worth. The behaviors actually facilitate the connection to yourself. Right. And so that you know, I'm, I'm here and I can't, I mean, I just lost it because I haven't sat with like the depth of what I've actually done over the past two years to heal, let alone what my husband, my husband's worked his ass off to heal. And Mm -hmm. that's who I knew I married my friends. Mm -hmm. I knew because this was my core value, an ambitious, loyal, committed person who looked at life like an adventure he like, okay, this is the last thing I'll say. Cause this is an epic episode. You know, when you shift this mindset, watch out. Like when you're dating, you can feel the victim mentality on a date. You can feel who yes. lives like that. So imagine being on a date with someone who just complains about their life and their attitude is that life is out to get them. And there's a bunch of excuses for why they can't do what they say they're going to do. And I love you ladies. And some of you are dating these people and they're never going to change. Please stop dating people like that. You know, you want to be listening for who looks at life and, and here's another secret, put this on your dating profile. I see life as blank. Because you want to attract the person who aligns with the way they view life. They don't have to have the same life as you, but what's their view toward life? I see life is hard. I mean, if that's someone's reality, then that's what you're going to experience with them. If their reality is life is out to get them, that's what you're going to experience with them. And then you're going to be the savior. Please don't do that. But I I don't even remember what I wrote. I think I wrote something along the lines of like, life is a gift and adventure. And like, I'm here to make the most out of it. And Mm -hmm. my aligned partner feels that way too.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: that that's my last little.
0: And now. I love that my aligned <laughs> partner lives that way too. And that's the thing, Andrew isn't, it's like, yes, he's all those things that you listed in relationship, adventurous and shows up fully and committed and loyal, but he's all those things to himself. That's why he healed yes. from uh, all these Ill- illnesses where he almost lost his life. He healed because he showed up for himself, himself. and the relationship, right? So it's both. It's like, and yeah. so the coming back to the word commitment and we can wrap, I feel like this one could go on and on. It's Brad, so good. It's so, so many. Good potent things, but <laughs> but the, the bottom line with commitment is like, are you committed to your relationship with yourself? So. Because if you're waiting for him to commit, for him to ask you to move in, for him to buy you a ring, for him to plan the wedding day with you, for him to commit to you bigger, are you committed to you? Are you committed to your relationship? Relationship with yourself probably I mean you probably are I hope you are at this point if you're brand new maybe not but like most women aren't like most women aren't committed to themselves in any way they're committed to the obsession over getting a boyfriend or beating themselves up for not having one but are you committed to your own soul that's the question and there from there someone will commit to your soul when you're committed to your soul right and someone who's a match aligned partnership not my, the one, my soulmate, no, the aligned partner for you shows up when you show up fully for you. And then you match with someone who also shows up fully for them. And now Mm -hmm. you can show up fully for the relationship.
1: That's it. Boom. <laughs> well, we certainly addressed how to bust through the hall of <laughs> as a single woman. So go drink
0: some eggnog. <laughs> yes.
1: And put a big smile on your face and put your hands to your heart and know that you are part of a worldwide world. Women from all yes. over the world are listening to this podcast. And you know, if you're not already in the New Tooth Facebook group, get your butt over there. And as always, Kate and I love hearing from you. And you know, the gift of generosity and having more women sign on to this mentality and this paradigm. If this episode helped you, send it to your friends and let them know how it helped you. Don't just say, go listen to this. (laughs) Like be practice the art of vulnerability and saying, this is what I just received from this episode. This is what moved me. This is how I now feel as a result of listening to it. Because that, you know, no one likes to be told what to do. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And you don't need to send Christmas presents. See, you send them a podcast. podcast. There you go. Save your money, (laughs) save your time, send them the podcast. We love you so much. We love you. Happy Happy holidays. holidays. (laughs) See you next time. (laughs) See you next time. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the new truth podcast.